0: From the Features staff at the Columbus Dispatch, this is Life in the 614. Hi, and welcome to Life in the 614, the official lifestyle podcast of the Features Department at the Columbus Dispatch, coming to you every Thursday. If it sounds like fun, we'll be talking about it. I'm Ryan Smith, Assistant Features Editor at the Dispatch, and I have something important to announce. Labor Day may be over, and school may be back in session. Well, maybe... Sort of, as long as it's not too hot outside. But there's plenty of fun stuff still to do. Consider this weekend. What could be more fun than bratwurst and beer? It may be September, but Columbus Oktoberfest is here at the Ohio Expo Center. There will be Bavarian music and food and much more Friday through Sunday. Hankering for something sweeter than the bitter taste of hops? How about hopping over to Lithopolis for Honeyfest? See what the buzz is about at the free downtown festival on Friday and Saturday. Or head inside and enjoy some cool AC while watching and listening to our guests for this week's podcast. That would be father-daughter duo Cabot and Cassie Ray, who are performing together in the musical The Fantastics, presented at the Northland Performing Arts Center. They took some time this week to speak with my colleague, lifestyle reporter Ken Gordon. Take it from here, Ken.
1: Well, hey, we thank Cabot Ray and Cassie Ray for joining us to this edition of Life in the 614 We are talking about the Former longtime Channel 4 Television anchor Cabot Ray And his daughter Cassie Who are teaming up in a production of The Fantastics, the off-Broadway musical Which ran for many years and it's going to be Starting on Thursday at the Northland Performing Arts Center You guys That's are right. actually uh, performing, I don't know if you know this In the old J.C. Penney building <laughs> oh, North, yeah? Northland yeah. Mall, so yes So everything's 50% yeah. off No, I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) Including the tickets. My dressing room is where the blue light is for the blue light special. Nice. Uh,
1: Nice. Yeah,
2: it's very very nice in there. Very romantic. Uh. (laughs) Nice.
1: So, obviously, we have Cabot by phone, we have Cassie in studio, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit about, this is uh, a musical family, right, from the start. Tell us about, kind of, uh, Cabot, I know this was really your first love before broadcasting, obviously. You wanted to uh, pursue music and and theater, right, as a career, so you guys kind of raised your kids in that atmosphere, as I understand.
2: And we raised them to enjoy music, and they all kind of flourished in their own areas of it. I planned to maybe go to New York City after college at Otterbein, but I met uh, the love of my life, and we decided to get married, and it just didn't seem to be the right time. And, and of course, then it it, it didn't happen. But I've always had a passion for, for musical theater, music in general. I was a music teacher before I was in television news. And so, yeah, our family grew up enjoying and loving music of all kinds, but particularly a musical theater, at least between with our daughters, for sure. And it was something that uh, we're glad they bought into, because we certainly connected (laughs) with them on on their enthusiasm.
3: Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I just remember, like, on our big stereo in the living room, always having Les Mis and every Disney soundtrack, The Lion King, Little Mermaid. What else did we listen to? I mean, my... Yeah, Prince of Egypt, know. yeah, like all of that stuff, we just, I mean, we grew up listening to it, Rogers and Hammerstein, and I remember my parents, like, kind of dragging us to things like, I don't know, the Columbus Symphony would be playing a show and I'd kind of be like, why do I have to go sit through another one of those, but, you know, then I was able to appreciate it, and I'm grateful for that, for sure.
2: And so Cassie was uh, headed to, uh, was it a soccer game that got rained out when you decided at the last second to try out for
3: Annie? No, no, no. We were going to go skiing that day at Clear Fork. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: Clear Fork. Right. It was too mild and rainy. So the second choice. Uh, mom was Heather, like,
3: uh, yeah, mom was looking at the newspaper and she's like, oh, they're having auditions for Annie at Columbus Children's Theater. And I was like, oh, OK, that sounds fun. We yeah. brought a tape, which is like amateur hour. Like you don't bring a, a cassette, cassette tape. tape. Yeah. What even is a cassette cassette tape. I don't even know anymore. But you know, you, you're supposed to bring a music book with the sheet music so that the accompanist can play it. And we were such amateurs that I actually brought a cassette player and a cassette. And anyway, so it was we got there, I was like it was totally random, spur of the moment, but I got there and I asked a girl if I could borrow her music book because I didn't bring one and they weren't gonna let us use tapes. And she was like, sure. So I auditioned and I don't know, yep, it, got just, it just felt got good. the role
2: and that was kind of the start of all of all of that. Was was that opportunity. And you know, it was just it's been a really wonderful part of our family, to be honest, just to be able to share that together. And now in adulthood, Cassie and I have done a couple of little things together, but no never anything of this scale. And so, you know, this may be the last time for all we know that she and I get a chance to do this. Cassie is a tremendous talent in her own right. She's been in New York City for better parts of six and a half years. She's had some great experiences. She's had a lot of close calls, but you know, it's great to have her home to do this with me. And um, I think that the people that come out, uh, it's going to be a nice show,
1: Ken. Well, you guys are uh, you're jumping all over all the questions I was going to ask. Oh. I should just have the two of you just <laughs> take this over. But no, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and I was just going to ask you about kind of the, the point of connection. Obviously, you have three children, Cabot, and Cassie's the youngest of three. And obviously, everyone's close to all of their children. But just this point of connection with you and Cassie over this, what's it like kind of, you know, being on stage with her in the past and now. I mean, it's it's got to be a, a neat thing for both of you mm-hmm. to experience that.
3: Yeah, it really is. I think I told you the last time we spoke, just sort of, I had like just this moment of when we're performing and I realized that. Like I'm singing this song, I'm singing this duet with like the person who is the whole reason that I, well, not the whole reason, but a big part of the reason why I perform and why I love doing this at all. So that is actually very cool to be able to share the stage with the person who, you know, sort of put the passion and the, I guess, whatever ability in you. So it's like, you know, it's cool.
2: Great, and I feel totally confident with Cassie on stage. I'm not worried about her. She needs to worry more about me remembering my well, lines or my dance you know, Yeah, I mean, when we do this little waltz, uh, she's ready to take the lead. Uh, you know, you no, know, this way, Dad, go this way, step this way. Stop with the two, two left feet thing. You know, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm
3: I can just, handle that. I'm there to help you, Dad. I'm, I'm helping yeah, you I'm out. I'm there
2: to guide me the dance steps but no it's wonderful thing you know cassie and i you know you have a special place for all your children cassie and but I. but i'm the favorite <laughs> well i don't know about that but our personalities are very close and i still make her laugh you know when i say a joke in front of heather and cassie <laughs> heather just rolls her eyes cassie still laughs
1: wow lucky so, you i'd like to have that yeah. with my daughter
3: <laughs> let me just say it really really depends on the joke <laughs>
2: Heard those jokes a, a number of times but we do we connect as far as personality goes and this show is such a beautiful show and it's a simple show but it's got some profound meanings to it i guess if i had to pick a show that we could do together this would probably be the one uh, that cassie and i could do together you know we can't really play opposite each other at this point that would be gross right yeah, cassie? or
3: at, at, at any point ever but yeah yeah yeah, so it's tough to find shows that you can do with a father and a daughter. I mean, there's Annie and Daddy Warbucks, and that's about it. I'm a little aged
2: out of that role, and I'm not shaving my head either. Yeah, so, so. <laughs>
3: two deal breakers right there.
1: Now, so tell us about the, tell us a little bit, guys, about the characters you play in this. For those who aren't familiar with the Fantastics. just kind of give us a, a couple minutes summary of you know who you portray in this production.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay. I play Louisa. She's 16 years old. Um, She's only really ever known her small little life. She lives with her dad. I believe he's widowed. Yes, he's widowed. She falls in love with the boy who lives next door, and she just kind of has a yearning for seeing the world. Traveling, wants to experience life. She says that basically in her first song, she wants to be not evil, but a little worldly wise, is what she says. So she wants to experience things and see the world and meet people and do all those things and just wants to get out it's the typical it's almost like the the disney story you know everybody wants to break out of their small town and to see the world, and it, as we know, has its good and bad, so uh, she learns that throughout the, the show. Tell us about El Gallo, Cabot.
2: Well, he's kind of a, you know, he it, he's an interesting, many uh, dimensions to the, his character, and the fact that he's kind of the narrator, he's kind of the connection to the audience. It, it is a, a show where the audience is brought into it quite a bit. He connects with the audience, he's the narrator, he also kind of controls things. He almost has, for lack of a better word, a divine power at times to control the circumstances of the show. But at the end of the day, I think his goal is to try to educate these young people about the pluses and minuses of that world that's out there, and that's Cassie described. And so, you know, he's a little, I don't want to say conniving, but he is. He's conniving. He's also a good character. He's got a little bit of a soul to him. You know, he sings about Without a Hurt the heart is hollow, you know, talking about life, that we all go through pain as we live, and that ultimately helps us grow and gain compassion for others. He really has a lot of levels to him, and that's what I find fascinating now at this age, now that I've lived long enough, and I've lost people, a number of people, really, in my life, and some things that have gone wrong, and I realize how the truth that this character, El Gayo, talks of, and so it's really kind of wonderful to play.
1: This role. I'm going to ask you guys to attempt something here, long distance, and that is to uh, perhaps—I uh, know you have uh, uh, several duets together. We got about uh, maybe two minutes to try and uh, you know sing a snippet of what you guys do. Do you think you can try and pull this off?
3: Well,
2: we can try. I we guess. can try.
3: Yeah. Let's test your pitch, Dad. Do you have perfect pitch here?
2: Let's do a little bit of try to remember, and you do the background harmony at first. No,
3: we're going to do that? no. Let's do round and round.
2: He's calling the shots. That's, uh, that's my life. <laughs> well, it would just be oh. better. Yeah, okay. We can do that. That's fine. Let's take the ending to the very end. You- uh, the last one after India. Okay? Ready? Great. We'll just. End. <laughs> we'll kick up our heels music and music ending. <laughs> I think I the This game.
3: isn't going well, Ken.
2: <laughs> I'm All we need we'll a pitch try, pipe. Okay, yeah. We'll, we'll try one more time, We'll, we'll just... <laughs> you kick heels, you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? This is... I'm sorry, we're unmarried. All right.
1: Rehearsed. Let's not it's make... not going to snow many tickets. Let, let's not make this a reflection on the quality of the production. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be... Oh, I'm no. sure, guys, it'll be... Wait for it. Fantastic.
2: Oh, that, uh, so I'm driving in my car.
1: I know, I know, bike. I know. You know, we're trying to pull off something here that probably wasn't uh, doable. But listen, I really appreciate you getting on the phone with us here, Cabot. And you're fresh off the golf course. And, you are you know, we appreciate, uh-huh. you know, you're you're retired now. So, you know, to take the time to do this.
2: Hey, uh, it's great talking with you. And, Ken, thank you so much for your support, The Dispatch, uh, of this show. I do hope people come and sing. it. I promise I'll sing on key. It's beautiful with the harp and the piano. It's just really pretty music. It's a gentle show. And I, I hope people come out to the
1: Northern Performing Arts Center to see it. Well, it debuts Thursday and it runs um, basically shows throughout uh, two different weekends. I think the 16th, so it gives plenty of chances right. for people to head up there and check it out. I want to thank you Cabot and thank you Cassie
0: for yes, coming in. Yes, thank
3: you. Come see us. <laughs> Thanks,
1: Ken. Thanks to
0: you all, Ken, Cabot, and Kathy. And thank you all for listening to Life in the 614. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play Music. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, keep enjoying your own life in the 614.